What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Blinkers Off. On this episode, Halterman and I welcome our boy Ryan Stillman joins us for uh, really just an open forum of Derby Kentucky Oaks questions. We we open it up to the fans. You got questions? We hopefully answered them, and really we we dive into everything from top contenders, best long shots. Uh, betting angles. Tri- Will there be a triple crown? Who is the horse that could win the triple crown? Uh, Kentucky Oaks. Is there an upset looming in the Kentucky Oaks? Who are the long shots that can make the trip the the trifecta pay in the uh, Kentucky Derby? So buckle up, Kentucky Oaks, Kentucky Derby. This is the show to listen to for all your questions to be answered. But before you listen to the show, if you could leave us a review and let us know how you're liking Blinkers Off. Uh, you go to iTunes, you know, any of your major services that you use to download and listen to our podcast. If you could let us know, give us a review, how you like the show, we'd greatly appreciate it. Enjoy the episode. And like, here's here's like an interesting question, right, Ryan? Is Rock Your World the only horse here that could win the Triple Crown? Ryan, I think Yes. Whoa. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared Who had advice some racing and they wanted to share it Started a website where players go to see all their picks The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to So next time that the horses all line up at the post Make sure you Use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland, Goldstream Park, Saratoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one side to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets, racingdudes.com, as good as it gets. What is up? I'm Jared Waltz, Aaron Haltzman. This is Blinkers Off. Before I get into it, though, we got a special guest. No, right. Well, me. Ryan, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I, I heard you were talking derby, so I said I got to come. I'm too excited. I'm not waiting. I need this. So I'm here today. I'm in the excitement. <laughs> So you, so you come for the Derby? Is that what you said? <laughs> yes. Okay. 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 All right. Just making sure Walked we get right into it. We get everyone on board here. Uh, welcome everybody to Blinkers. It is. It, I mean, we've been in Derby season, but we are, we are one week away from the eve of the Kentucky Oaks. So we're here. It's happening. We are getting ready for the draw next week. Early next week. Of course, next week's going to be insane. We're going to have John White on the show next week. We're going to be traveling to the to the Kentucky Derby. We're going to be doing live stuff at the Derby. So we just thought, you know what? Let's just open it up. Let's just open it up. Let's just, you know, you guys got questions. We might maybe have answers. And so we're just going to we're gonna just dive in here. But before we do any of that, let's talk a little bit about uh, how you guys are doing. I mean, just kind of in general – you know, how are you getting ready for the Derby? It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, I, like 14, 15 hours of, of work a day would be how I'm getting ready for it. <laughs> um, but this whole week has been crazy. Uh, you know, I, I've kind of talked about it last week. You have to study a lot harder uh, for this Derby than most, because usually by this time, you've kind of got a pretty good idea of who you're going to use, uh, what you're going to yeah. do, who you're going to pick on top, pending the draw, obviously. 
this year the the, the work is, is is much more in depth because they all kind of look the same when you look at them on paper. So trying to separate them all has been a challenge. It's been a challenge that's been fun to uh, to go through though. And I honestly sit here today pretty darn confident uh, in in my thoughts about the Derby. So I'm kind of excited about it. Wow. So you're okay. That's a, that's a take. Let's, let's leave, let's leave that as a, uh, you're kind of tossing it up. We'll hit that in a second. Uh, Ryan, how are you feeling? Man, I feel good. I feel like I know who I'm picking, but this is the weird thing. It, I feel like this is the kind of derby where either the horse at the end of this, we're going to go, wow, he was so much better than any of them. And like, no one was going to beat him. Or it's going to be a kind of thing where you go, wow, if they ran this race 10 times, that horse would win three, another horse would win three, another would win three, and a random horse would win one. I can't get my head around, are we going to see something amazing? Does this field really suck? Like, it's a it's a weird feeling I have going into it. Like, I know a lot of people are knocking this crop, but I'm not ready to fully knock it because there's a few horses I feel like might peak on Derby Day and do something nice, like more than we're expecting. And that's I know what it I does. Hope. It does seem like it does seem weird too. There's so many horses that are like third off the layoff, third, you know, like it seems like this is a lot of horses are gonna hit be hitting this race. Yep. Uh right, you know, smack dab in the in the in the middle of the in the eyes. They're just it's gonna be the perfect setup for something weird to happen. Um, yeah. So we're everyone just some of the questions already coming in. Just keep firing them away. We're gonna get to these as we go. I mean, you literally are gonna carry this show. So ask us, you know, maybe you want to know about the derby, maybe you wanna know kind of about Ryan's personal life, whatever you need to know. Um, we will guarantee you at least give you an answer here on today's show. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a, I'm, I'll be honest with you guys. I, as I sit here today, I'm like, I'm in the exact opposite camp as Halterman. I'm, I'm back and forth every, I wake up and be like, I think I'm going to roll with that horse. And then, then the next day it's like, no, you know, I, I can't, I, it's going to be, it, it may come down to like the end of it's like, Hey, it's been EQ. I've been saying he gets such a quality all the whole time that maybe that's just who it is. Maybe he's just the best horse. Um, we'll get to that a little bit. So keep getting the questions coming. Before we get to the question segment, let's uh, what's the best thing you guys saw today? Haltzman, let you kick it off. I know, actually, I probably know what yours is, but go ahead. Yeah, Saratoga Slim is back. That That's 100,000% what it is. He's back. He's putting together the pace thesis. He's on the NTRA uh, calls. He's doing, he's doing it all. He's back. He actually called me uh, during the Magic Mike show, talked to me about the Derby for a while, what his plans were, what he was thinking, uh, asked my thoughts as well. So Saratoga Slim is back, and that is easily the best thing I've seen all day today. Yeah, you, By the way, you stole my – that's what <laughs> was mine. The fact that I saw Slim come out of hibernation today was a great sight because I didn't know – you know, you never know with him every year if it's retirement – or if it's going to be full on. And basically the Magic Mike show sounds like kind of guilted him into doing um, his pace analysis, his pace thesis, which by the way is award winning. It's like, he shouldn't have to like be talked into doing that every year, but somehow it is, he has to be. Uh, but it was, it is good to see. I mean, he, I, I was doing, I, I took Cohen to the dentist this morning and I got on that message chain. I'm like, good Lord, what is happening? Like these guys are going insane for this press conference and slim Magic was asking questions. Slim was asking questions. So it's good to have everybody kind of geared up. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll say Slim with the caveat of since, you know, you didn't mention it. Uh, it's got to be, you know, why. Uh, I, I did see one here. Uh, I hate your derby horse. <laughs> That's got to be. It's like my favorite thing all year is reading. because And this and it's, it's always fun when it's a year that you can't really get on board with like any 
crazy. You know what I mean? Like you kind of like hate all of them. So you're just kind of like, this is easy. I mean, yeah. how easy was that for you to write? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was kind of, it was kind of in the middle this year because there's a few that it was kind of like, they're so like boring that it's hard to make something <laughs> funny about it. And there's a lot of boring horses in this, in this field. Uh, yeah. And, and a big shout out to uh, Celeste Magic, uh, uh, Mrs. Magic, uh, I should say. Uh, she kind of spruced up a couple of the jokes. She's a professional comedy writer. So that's always nice to have that. Uh, you know, Ryan kind of is too, but he's too big of a jerk. He, he offers no free services. So uh, shout out to awesome. Mrs. Magic. Um, but uh, yeah, she, she helped a little bit uh, with it as well. So you definitely need to give her credit. But yeah, I mean, it was, it's always fun to write it. Uh, I always block off a couple hours. It's, I probably put more time into that than, than any other article uh, all year long. So it was fun. All right. What about you? What do you we got going on today? What's the best thing you saw today? Well, first off, let me shout out some people in our fantasy league who are in the chat right now. Vinny and Steve, what's up? Good to see you guys. The best thing, though, that I did see today is somebody else from our fantasy league. John White is going to be on your show next Wednesday. And if you haven't ever heard John White talk or don't know who he is, I'm not just saying it because he's my partner in the fantasy league. He's a legend. And in a year like this, when a wide open field, the three of you guys talking derby, I mean, honestly, I cannot wait. That is going to be an epic show. That's awesome. I so. I can't wait. And honestly, I, and I mean this, and I'm not like bullshitting this. And, I, and Ryan, you don't even maybe not know this, but like we, every time this time of the year, we literally get emails. Hey, when are you going to have John on? When are you going to have John on? We love, like, I like, and these, like, this is John. What's so amazing about John is, I mean, he's obviously uh, an older uh, horse horse player we're a very younger you know and it's like we yet can merge those together and everyone's gotten so excited to hear john white because they know that what he's saying and 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 me myself like when you're when you're looking to lean on somebody when you're trying to like solve this this puzzle you're john white i mean who else would you go to right He's the kind of guy, like, when it's all chaotic. Sorry, Aaron, I just was going to say, like, he's so level-headed. Like, when you talk to John, you feel so calm about, like, a big, hard puzzle of racing. And this year is just so crazy, man. (laughs) I cannot wait. And honestly, I have a question that I think I would love to ask you two guys because it's just crazy. (laughs) First, I want to know, can you, can Ryan hit the keyboard for a tune or two? Can you do that for us? (laughs) I could, but before we get to that, this is this is this is more important, and I appreciate the fan. I, I definitely will because I just learned. I'm just yeah. learning the entertainer from the like. Is there is there any way? And I don't want to put you on the spot, and I am going to put you on the spot. Do you know how to play the blinkers off tune on the keyboard? <laughs> no, not that. Oh, good, yeah. okay, okay, all right. I just that would have been epic, by the way. Just throwing that out there, but okay, you learn that, and you'll do it on the next show. Here's the question that I want to know. So I'm not hoping this happens, but if essential quality tomorrow can't make the starting gate for some reason, who do you think would be the morning line favorite for this Kentucky Derby? For me, it's rock your world. I think they'll bet the buyer, you know, the buyers get bet hard. It, to me, it's like, uh, you know, how many horse, how many races has the horse won on the resume? That'll get the first money. The buyers get the second money and then the connections get like the third money. So if you rank the three, I think they would go right to that last buyer uh, by Rock Your World. And I think he would be the favorite. I, you know, it's, it's, that's a, as you asked that question off the air yesterday or last week. And I was like, damn, that was a good question. I wish we got to that. So I'm glad you asked it. I, 
I would probably tend to say Rocky World, but boy, you know, it, it's t- it, to me, it almost is Rocky World or like, it wouldn't be known agenda, right? You know, Pletcher, I, I don't think it would be, uh, you know, surely not Medina Spirit or something like that. But yeah, I mean, Rocky World, I think would have to be based off that last performance, but gosh, let's pray that we don't have to do that, right? Because <laughs> if Rock Your World's a favorite for this derby, then you're just like, whatever, you know? No agenda seems like he could take some money, and I think he will take a lot of money just because it is Pletcher, um, it's Irad, you know, you've kind of got those connections, but being the favorite, that might be might be an ask. Um, all right, we got the questions are like pouring in here, so mm-hmm. we're just going to, we're going to start getting to these, but Let's go ahead and uh, end this segment here. On today's show, we will get to your questions. We're going to open up the fan forum. That's not the mailbag. We, the mailbag's gone. Um, we're going to open up the fan forum, answer the burning questions you guys have surrounding the Kentucky Oaks. So if you got Oaks questions, hit those up as well. And, of course, the Kentucky Derby. Let's go! have questions we have answers kentucky derby is a week away kentucky oaks is really a week away uh we're in the final steps of handicapping and you know we thought what better way next week's gonna be insane uh we you know with the, the official picks the official previews thought what better way if you guys got questions if you guys are diving into the pps and you're you're, you're struggling with something or you just need to bounce ideas like ask us and, and yep. literally you're going to carry this show for us. So we, uh, and, and that maybe we're a little lazy. Maybe that's what it comes down to, but really we just want to, you know, you have questions. So Halterman, I don't, however you want to do this, uh, we kind of go back and forth, Ryan, you, you know, if there's a question that pops up, you want to, you guys want to answer and want to point, you know, pinpoint, we can kind of keep it going. But, um, and by the way, if you're listening to us, watching us uh, on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter live, thank you. Uh, if you're listening to this after the fact, make sure you tune into these live and you can interact with us the way we're doing it right now. And the next week's going to be critical for that because our boys, or my boy, Aaron Halterman, your boys, the dudes, we will be at the Kentucky Derby. We will actually be there. So if you want to, you know, we'll have you know, feet on the ground. We can answer questions. We can do the best we can to give you live coverage. So you want to tune in for these live shows. So let's get, you guys have a question that you see that you you're, you're want to pinpoint here? Yeah, look, I mean, we'll just start down the list. I'll just I'll put this one up here first. Uh, here's name one horse you're excited. Uh, one horse you're excited is getting hyped up and take a lot of money, but that you will not play at all. So I think what you mean by it here's a, here's a horse that's being very hyped, overhyped, overhyped. You don't like them. Um, and I will start with one. I think Obesos should should be very high odds. And I don't think he's going to be as high as he should be. He's a feel-good story, so that's number one. And number two, it seems like that anytime this horse is is on the track, even if it's for a gallop, even if he's just walking around, people lose their freaking minds about this horse. It's crazy. I think Obesos is getting way, way overhyped. When you look at what he's done on the track, it ain't much. It is. Uh, I'll pull. I'll look at where's his. Uh, gosh, yeah, he's. Third in the Louisiana Derby, fourth in the Risen Star. 
you know, you want a, a maiden in allowance. That's it. You know, like this is a horse that's like, he's like the, your typical like horse that was coming and everyone gets excited for those horses that are like, Oh, you know, just need to go a little longer. need to go a little further. Yeah. I'm with you. Oh, Bezos to me, everyone likes this horse. And that from a, from a value standpoint, I, I'm with you. He's going to be too old. I'll give you a horse. And this is a, this is a hot take, but it, I, I'm not saying this horse can't win. Like he'll probably be on some tickets, but from a value perspective, I, I don't like it. And it's rock your world. I just don't think that horse. I don't think that horse is going to, I think that horse's value is going to be way, way. There's going to be no value with rock your world. I mean, we just talked about how he would be the favorite if it's such a quality scratch. And you're going to tell me like that's, there's value there's no value with rocky world so to me i'm playing I, i'll i'll play defensively and he definitely could win and prove me wrong he hasn't lost a race um but i just think there's too much hype going into that santini derby ryan you have one i have one but it's like i wouldn't play this horse to win and a lot of people are playing this horse to. can i go with that like i would yeah. include this horse but yeah. for me that horse jared you might not like hearing this is hot rod charlie and i have a reason for that that's kind of crazy Two reasons. One, I think he's a, actually a really nice horse and proved he's legit. But my problem with them is this. I feel like if you're going to beat essential quality, you're going to have to beat him with someone he hasn't faced. Like, I just don't see him turning the tables. That's my first big problem here, as good as he is. And my second one is, as impressive as it was what he did over there when he shipped to Louisiana, I'm concerned about one thing. Mandaloon was really the favorite there. He didn't show up that day. And so he really then had to face Midnight Bourbon. And I'm not convinced Midnight Bourbon is like the second coming or anything special. And then he breaks a track record. And so it's like, okay, I give him credit for that. Nothing I can take away there. He shipped, he did it. But he broke a track record at a track that doesn't run very often at that distance. So right. there's, there's to me, I'm not, you have to pick somewhere you're going to cut, right? And I know he's a horse that's going to take a lot of money, but I'm not picking him to win. However, I do have all the faith in the world he could hit the board I, I love him in the freakness you know but for the derby my concerns are you know multiplied there and I know he's getting a lot of hype you know and again the Joel situation does concern me that you know concert tour ran so horrible I'm very surprised he didn't jump right on to hot rod charlie too so there's just enough red flags for if I had to cut someone from my picks that are likely to win according to a lot of people I wouldn't be playing him just a yeah, personal you're... thought you might be surprised, but I I actually agree with pretty much everything you said about that okay. horse. And I love how I mean, obviously he's on my fantasy team. I love that horse. You know, Haltzman, an Oxbow horse. Like we love this horse, but we kind of I think it's like Freakness, Freakness. That's his. Yeah. That's you know, it's just, it feels like he's going to run a really good race in the Kentucky Derby. Won't quite be good enough, whatever the reason might be. Maybe he has a trouble trip. Whatever. I'm with you. I'd be pretty surprised if he does not run well um, in the Kentucky Derby. Preakness to me seems like uh, uh, the race for him. Uh, I just, you know, it seems like it's, that's going to be perfect for him. And it doesn't, you know, no coincidence that his dad won the race um, <laughs> as well. So it definitely seems like we're seeing a lot of people in the comments, like you're either on or off rock your world, you know, like you're either like, he's a toss, you know, he's going to bounce or you're like, he, I mean, I love him, but you're not, John compared him. I mean, he he compared him to justify in a sense of. I mean, in his article. I mean, I, I it, to me, it's like you're either one way or the other. I mean, 
I think you're right. Uh, the, the, I, I, as much as I love John White, I did not like the justify comment. Now, maybe he turns out to, to, to be very, very good, but I did not like that comparison at all. But let's move on. Who is the clear number two if you're looking to go against EQ? For me, it is Rock Your World. So Jared and I have a very different opinion of, uh, of Rock Your World. So that'll be interesting for our, our combined ticket uh, article that we do for the guide. That'll be a he- healthy debate. Uh, usually, Jared and I don't have to debate very much on these. We have a lot of the same opinions. That's going to be interesting. But for me, uh, it is Rock Your World. I do think he is the clear number two. Jared, I know you're going to have a different answer, though. So go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, and I want to like, I want to make sure that people understand, like, I if he wins the race, it's not going to be shocking to me. But I just think the value in Rock Your World is is non-existent in this race because I, you, I don't see him in the same light that obviously you do because you have him second second best, right? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, if you're if you're taking a shot against, I, this might sound crazy, and it might sound biased. And I know we just have a comment that Mark says highly motivated, but I think highly motivated is going to give him a run. I, I, I think highly motivated is being completely overlooked in this race. Like people are like saying, well, he should have beat. It's like, you can't have it both ways, right? Everyone loves EQ. Everyone says EQ is, is he should be, he's a favorite, but everyone's mad that highly motivated didn't beat him. And you're like, but then you're, but then that's the case. You're just going to, toss him like i don't get like how you can kind of do both so to me from all the things we know for the people we know on the inside like this is the race this race is the race he's going to run his best race is it good enough to win i don't know i really don't but holly motivated is going to be value in this race so Mm -hmm. if you're talking a value combined with who i think is going to give him a run i think it's highly motivated brian man First off, loved your reasoning there, Jared, because I agree with you a thousand percent that Highly Motivated is a live horse for this race. And just if you take into account that one thing I have to say about Essential Quality up to this point is he's done nothing wrong. He's the champion until they beat him. He deserves all the respect. And he came into here as the favorite. And that doesn't happen very often. We have the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Champion come back and be the horse to beat in the Derby. So he deserves all the credit. But in that last race, you do have to wonder, did he show that he was mortal? Because until then, you know, it looked like we, we haven't seen him get to the bottom of it. And let's say that was a top effort. I know that they're saying right now, no, uh, we basically were hoping to win the race, but we weren't looking to gut the horse. But let's say that that isn't true, what they're saying, because trainers do talk and say stuff. Well, then you have to say to yourself, OK, if essential quality faces a little bit of trouble in the derby somewhere and highly motivated doesn't, that is the difference of enough lengths probably to make up enough to win this race. So I love your pick. Um, I want to say this for me, the pick I'm going with, with the Kentucky Derby is rock your world. Um, I like the, I like the, I like the awful one over here. Like I'm like play against and you guys are like, he's he's the best. Brian, hold on. Say rock your world, your top pick, but who is, who's your second choice? Cause that's what the question is. My second choice would have been essential quality. Okay. Um, But only because, I am not a thousand percent confident Rock Your World can win this race. Yeah. But from what I saw during the lead up to the Kentucky Derby, he was the most that has made it to the field. Cause come on, let's be honest, unless you're very biased, life is good. Looked pretty much like the best horse we saw once you, you know, it, to me, at least most people would say that. 
Yeah. Or, or a lot of people would. Okay. To be fair, there were two camps coming into this essential quality in life is good, but rock your world. When you, I watched back that Santa Anita Derby again and again, I mean, honestly, that was the performance that blew my socks off. I mean, yeah. and, and honestly, guys, we had him on our team in the fantasy league when nobody else did. And I'll be honest with you. When John said that he was claiming the horse, I wasn't like, oh, I believe in this horse. And if you go back to the broadcast, I'm there and I picked Medina Spirit. But I can tell you why I think Rock Your World is the horse to beat in this race, if, if you want, later on down the line or now. But, but yeah, I, I'm long-winded to your question. Those are – sorry, buddy. Uh, the answer is Essential Quality is my number two pick. But he is the horse to beat, and that's why I pick him number two. If you want to win the Derby, you're going to have to beat Essential Quality. I think I have a horse who can do it. So that's why he's my number two. I think there's a horse that might be better at his best. Yeah, we'll we'll get into the top picks here in a minute and kind of go into detail. I've got a, I've got a kind of an argument as well. Uh, let's let's get some quick hitters out of the way here. Uh, again, keep them coming. These are great. We are so excited. Trust me. Uh, does Cattle River have a jock yet? No, not as of now. Uh, we'll keep you alerted on that. We'll we'll tweet it out as soon as we know. I'll, we'll update it on the chart, everything like that. Uh, Mark uh, says, uh, "How do you uh, generally handicap?" and play the Oaks Turf Derby pick three. You think this is a year, a wise year to spread in all three. Uh, the best answer to that as of now, at least for me, is let's see what the fields come up with. You know, we still don't know about that turf race. We don't know exactly who's going to be in it. Guys, you have anything more to add on it? I, just that there's, there's value. There, there's so, I guess, I mean, yeah, you're right. You can't say a lot until we see the, the fields, but there's so much value to be had on these undercards, the Oaks. I mean, all these pools are going to be massive, and I, I feel like this year's the, the, they're going to be unbelievable because fans will be there for you know a lot of fans. Um, everyone's excited for it to be back the first Saturday in May. I feel like we're going to be seeing a ton of money poured into this. So there's the 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 odds will be in your favor. The 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 pools will be in your favor for these. I mean. I mean, I don't need to go into the Funny Duck story again, but the pools it didn't wasn't that hard to get to a massive score to justify if I get a little lucky in the Pat Day Mile a few years ago. So that point is, is there's prices to you know there's money to be made on the Derby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no question about it. I mean, it, it, no matter what you do, you're gonna have a shot. And uh, right here, Colonel Liam versus Arklow is kind of the, the, the two big probables. Let's see what happens. I Listen, I like Colonel Liam. I don't think he's absolutely unbeatable. So you could almost, if we can get another option that we like, we can create some value right there. Because he's probably going to be uh, in this sequence. Just, just a guess. As of right now, and again, we don't know the fields. We don't know what's all out going to shake out. He's going to be the one people are going to rely on. So... If you can try to get him beat, that's a really good start to it. But we will get into that probably more next week for sure. Here's a, um, a comment yeah. here about, you know, we talked about, we've been talking a lot about Rock Your World. And what do you guys think of, um, let's first say, like, what do you think about them, you know, getting obviously good find on getting Rosario kind of fall into their lap? Uh, as soon as I heard that news, I went, oh, okay. Rock Your World. I'm kind of on the camp now. So, Again, I want to make sure like he will be used on everything I use. And Halsman, I think even though I'm saying the value's not there, we, we won't argue too much on how we use him because I do think you have to use him defensively. What do you guys think about the jockey change? Do you like I mean, from a betting standpoint, I'm sure you'd like it. But how do you feel about them taking off uh, Raspoli and, you know, getting getting uh, obviously a, a great rider in Rosario? I, 
I hate it for Rispoli, but I, I understand it for the connections. I mean, Rosario is a go-to rider for these connections, and they, they're in the biggest race of their life here, the Kentucky Derby, and they, they've got a shot to win it, and they want their go-to rider on the horse. Do I, it, you know, do I think that's fair to Rispoli? No. Do I think a, a jockey should lose a mount after winning a grade one race? No. But I see both sides of it. I, I feel terrible for Rispoli. Um, I wish it hadn't have happened, but you know, it's their horse and they, they can do whatever the hell they want. And if I'm ever lucky enough to, to have a horse like that, which I won't be, you know, I'm going to do what I want to do with it and what I think is best with it. Ryan, what are your thoughts? You on the horse in the, in the fantasy league, <laughs> did, you, did you have any consultation on this move? I did not. I would have kept for because I just thought that's no, I'm just kidding. Listen, I totally respect actually, how people feel it's it sucks rosario rode him very first race and then uh it went to rispoli on the mount i guys i don't know you, you got to do what you think will help you win the most sought after race on the planet and if you think that's the person that's going to do it I, I understand why they did it and i don't think they were trying to be like jerks but yeah you feel for rispoli you got to have a heart and that does suck um you know yeah like uh, by the way, just one thing. I wonder if Brad Cox is going to do something like mind games wise. Aaron and I were kind of joking, like if Brad Cox goes and gets Rispoli to be on uh, Cadu River, like that'd be just some ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. that's that's in the movie Maybe. version. That's not probably going to happen in life. So. Yeah, Rispoli totally tries to just burn him out as much as he can. You know, <laughs> just like yep. just go at him, just flat. I mean, it's like you know what? I'll teach you to throw me <laughs> off this horse. You know. Um, but no, you know, Vicky says like, I thought Sadler, you know, he, he explained, I mean, like it's all, it's a business, it's a business decision. Um, you know, and it's like, what can you do? You know, Rosario's the best in the business, you know, it's like, what do you want riding in the Kentucky Derby? It's if he's available, it's hard. It's, you know, and given that he did ride him, you know, he does have an hist a history with the horse. It's like, okay, I get it. You know? I, I mean, again, it's their decision. They get, they, you know, I don't really think it makes that big of a difference though. Right. Like if Raspoli was on this horse, would you guy goes, Oh no, I'm downgrading him. Of course not. Like he's one of the best riders in the country. Rosario's on him now. It's like, okay. You know, six in one hand, half dozen in the other. I think it's just a comfort level with the connections. And I listen, <laughs> it's their horse. They can do what they want. I, yeah. I just can't wait to talk about Rock Your World. Can, like, <laughs> let me loose on this because there's so much to talk about with this horse. Because I think people have got so much to break down about him. Well, Tom has joined the the, the chat here. He says, "Can't wait to see Rosario as of eleventh trying to make him a closer." <laughs> yeah, that will be hysterical, and everyone's cussing at him. And you know, you know, Haltzman's got him placed on all his tickets, and he's pissed because he's he's like, "What the fuck? What the fuck you doing? He's not yeah. close." <laughs> um try to set him off you know whenever the pace is great i mean yeah i mean that's the thing when you change the jockey situation it changes a little bit of the you know it's it changes kind of the aspect of the horse because you don't even though he has ridden them it that was a while back i mean the horse is a different horse now i mean here here's the thing okay i'm sorry but i gotta get into this here's the thing like why rock like don't so let me try to make this is okay. So we we went how many years? What was the curse of Apollo? How many years was justified? It was over a hundred. I mean, yeah. that is absolutely true, Jerry. And where does the turf horse is gonna also do it? Like I I just I just can't get there. I'm let sorry. Me, let I me just, try. Let me try. 
let me try to show you the way I'm viewing it because Jared, you know me, I'm a historian and I don't take that as a joke. I've never till Justify picked a horse who didn't start it too, that I've watched the Derby in my right. lifetime. And we, so, and we haven't either. So I'll tell you why I like this horse because I think there's a lot more to it. First of all, life is good. Would you agree with me that if he was in here, he'd be your pick or maybe not Jared. I, mean, I just want your opinion. On that. Oh yeah. 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 And, and do you guys think too, when life is good was running that like everyone in California at that moment was like seemingly the best like location for all the horses as far as depth wise goes, right? Like California had, it seemed like the most depth It had hot rod, Charlie, it had uh, Medina spirit, dream shape, whatever you want to say about him. Now, the point is the great one, everyone was there. Hot rod went and flew to Louisiana. Like it seemed like people were trying to escape life is good. And the, like dream shape was going to be headed to the wood Memorial possibly. I mean, there were people like fleeing town, but the only horse that was willing to stay and face him immediately was rock your world. They were like, no, we'll be there. We'll see you guys, which says a lot to me about how confident they are on this horse. I mean, they were saying, basically, we're not afraid of this horse. We'll go there and we're going to face him. That was the first thing. The second thing was, yes, he started on the turf. But according to John Sadler, he was like, look, if I start this horse on the dirt, all I'm going to be doing is facing the Bob Baffert beasts. And why am I going to ruin my horse chasing after them? This horse wants to go a longer distance. Why don't I put him in? He can do turf on his pedigree. We'll start him there. The fields are less... Uh, difficult as far as for two-year-old males. So it worked out as planned. And by the way, in those two in those two races that he did start on, his gallops out were so freaky that people like were f like raving over this horse, just going absolutely crazy. Like this is a special horse. You know, his first race, he was up against the blistering pace at like 21, I think was what they started at. He still won mm -hmm. going away. The second race, he came from a little bit off the pace. Not too much though. He's still up there. He won going away, just opened up oh. against... I mean, he, he looked good. So then again, they weren't afraid. I understand the buyers aren't that big, but in those two races that he started in, Jared, he went off as the favorite. He went off as the favorite because of his workouts, which were on dirt, you know, and Jeff Siegel, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him or like him. I think he's, he can be hit or miss, but he's pretty good. Jeff Siegel said this was the second best horse he'd seen in California all year. The first was life is good. So yeah, I get it going into this. I was with you. I picked Medina Spirit to win the Santa Anita Derby. But I can't lie to you, man. For me, when I looked at it, that was the depth right there. Medina Spirit has done nothing wrong. The only horse he ever lost to was Life is Good. I know this is another knock on the horse. He's a cheap horse compared to what Baffert gets. And I think people got in their mind, hey, the price you pay for a horse must be how good he is. That's complete BS. It doesn't, doesn't equate. I'm just throwing in what I think might have happened. Plus, he was running into Life is Good, who's possibly a super horse, but gosh, he got close to him in the first time they met. He didn't run terribly the second time, considering they had to do a throat operation on him. And so then he comes into this race here with, with a uh, rock your world and their hands were forced a little. And they just said, let's go to the lead. He didn't get an easy lead. Say what you want about Parnelli. He's clearly not that phenomenal of a horse, but they pushed him all the way. Then he had to fend off uh, Medina spirit who guys, he's not chopped liver. He's a good horse. And he opened up back on him again. And on top of that, when he hit the wire, he opened up like 15 lengths on the field. They weren't even catching him. He went around the field twice. The horse looks like he's a freak. Now, look, does this mean he can break the curse of Apollo on the three starts that you're talking about, Jared? I, you, you break down the amount of starts this field had. I think like the most amount of starts these fields has is like seven starts or something like that, right? I mean, it can't be that huge like if you were to do the median it's probably 5.8 starts if you compare it everyone starts what i'm trying to get at is 
three starts compared to the amount of starts these horses are having, it's like it's slimming down compared to historically where you'd see horses start like 10 times as two-year-olds, three times as four as, as three-year-olds. So my point is, I don't I don't think that it's all these stats are gonna affect him as much. What I think will affect him and is more of a concern to me is is he gonna like the kickback? Is he gonna like shipping? He ran super hard there. I think that these are all the bigger concerns I have than him being a turf horse. Cause to me, if you start a horse on turf, then you start him on dirt, he doesn't run a race like that. If he's just a turf horse, he look at Fire at Will, who I also owned at one point in our league. They started him on dirt. He sucked complete ass on the dirt. This horse, by the way, he ran a faster time than Justify, than AP Indy, I think. He ran a faster time than a lot of good horses. I mean, he got a hundred buyer. All of the evidence to me says that this is the horse to beat at his best. Because as far as I'm concerned, essential quality, he might peak and, and blow up right there at Derby Day. But the evidence I've seen leading up to it is he's going to have to do that if this horse shows up and runs this race again. Because if not, he's in deep shit. So this is why I'm picking him as far as I can't guarantee you those things won't affect him. But I can't guarantee you no one's going to be affected here by this, guys. Anything can happen. So, you know, uh, to me, I'm, I'm picking him because I think that the evidence that people are going on is they're just saying, oh, he's just a turf horse. They're not looking at his pedigree and saying, wow, he can run on both surfaces. They're not looking at what he just did. The fact he did it in a time, again, quicker than Justify, more lengths to the horse behind him than Justify. And I know if you're going to pair Boltiorum and Medina Spirit, it's not a fair argument. But let's be honest here. Medina Spirit is how much worse than Bolt? I mean, how how literally, I mean, how phenomenal was Bolt Dioro in the end, guys? I'm just, just throwing that out there either. This horse looks like he is a legitimate horse. Can I prove it? No, you're gonna have to take a big leap of faith on this one. But as far as anything out there that I've seen that looks like it's in his world, I don't know. I just don't know. I haven't seen anything else out there. So the reason, hope, maybe none of that matters to you, Jerry, but that's my spiel on why I think this horse <laughs> might not be as, you know, uh, just turf horse and, and discardable as a lot of people are making them because that's what I came to. I, I'd love your thoughts though, because I do respect your opinion and would love to hear what you have no, to say. No, I will say too, because, you know, Twins 1434, you know, mentions like, yeah, I mean, the race was on January 1st. So, I mean, that's a, that's a hard, like if he runs a day earlier, then all of a sudden it's not a big deal, you know? So I get that, you know, Justify didn't start till like February, like 19th or 16th or whatever it was um so that you know a little different you're talking a couple of months i get that and and i respect i respect your opinion i i definitely like trust me you know that jump from the turf to the dirt and how well he improved like he he got my attention and then rosario got my attention even more i'm just in the camp of the value won't be there for me but if you're talking about who you like to win i have no no issues with picking rock your world. Like I don't, because I think he's kind of the unknown of the field, right? We kind of, we saw the Stancy Derby, but it was one start from turf to dirt. He's kind of the unknown, right? Because we just don't know. Can he replicate that? If he can replicate that effort, they'll, they'll probably all be running for second. So here's the deal. Here's what rock your world is. And Oh, by the way, I'm still here guys. Here's what rock your world. I mean, my goodness, Ryan, uh, here's what rock your world <laughs> kind of is um, to me. It, it's, it's, it's a football team, basketball team in college. They played, they played small time teams. They're, they're, they're beating up on them. They look pretty good. They have one game against a team that's pretty good and they dominate. And it, it looks, 
they you look at it and go, damn, they played like the game of their life here and they, and they won. And now the question is, can they do it again? And that's what rock and roll, like the bounce thing. Yeah. He's definitely a candidate for that. A hundred percent. He is. Um, but the other, the other part of it is that you can't deny and not, not even Jared can deny this and he, he hasn't, but by the way, I'm not saying he has, but that race right there, that one race that we've seen from him. And it's only one that is a data point that is relevant for this race. Those two turf races are not relevant. The San Diego Derby is the only relevant data point we have. That's scary, number one, to people that look at analytics like we do. Number two, it's way better than anything we've seen. So it is definitely, if you reproduce that, you're probably going to win. So, I, I, yeah, it, it, Vicky, I think that's – oh, sorry, Jerry, they clicked at the same time. That was perfect, though, Vicky. yeah. It's perfect. That's a good one. That's a good one. He's Gonzaga a little bit. And here's why. Here's why he is Gonzaga. People believed Gonzaga could win that game. They looked good enough to believe they could yeah. win. And so does even though they World. Even though they weren't facing the greatest teams, right. you're like, man, they look so good when they do it. Yep. Undefeated, flashy, um, you know, w- just dominate teams at times. Uh, and then, boom, they got their ass handed to them. But that's not to say that's going to happen with Rock Your World. That's just the comparison. They He has so much more to prove because even though some of these other horses are, are shitty, we have several data points on them. We have one on him, and that's the exactly. big problem. We also have a race where he got out to the lead, and he kind of had things his own way, and he got the trip that he really wanted. Is he going to get that trip where he's in front again? I, I'm not sure he might, but – Knowing his jockey, probably not. He's probably going to sit third. You, you know, what What if he doesn't like that trip on the dirt? We don't know. We don't have these answers. And that's what makes him a huge problem. And that's not to say he can't win either, because I, I think he can. But he has a lot of question marks. Hey, I mean, that's the thing. Like, if I've, if I've learned anything from Mike Samich, it's that you when you, you look at the un, – like, when there's an unknown horse in the field – you got to use because you just don't know enough. Like you say, there's one data point and it's really fucking good data point, but there's only one. And so that's all he's a very, very relatively unknown, but I'm not willing to just say, well, it's only one data point. Forget it. It's like, no, it's actually the opposite. Now my problem with him is that's the value, the value, the data point will be used too heavily on him. But from a, if you got to pick a winner, I don't doubt you. I don't fault you. Um, I won't fault myself for having him on my ticket. Yeah. And, and so here's another point uh, that, that, that Dave uh, uh, brings up, you know, what's your opinions on Sadler as a trainer? And then he goes on to say, when I see Baffert, Pletcher, Cox, Brown, and O'Neill, where does Sadler fit in? I think in the state of California, he fits in with those when he gets outside of California, it gets a little sketch, right? And that's not to say he can't do it. Accelerate won the Breeders' Cup Classic at Churchill Downs. So he can win big races outside of California. He doesn't do it often is the big right. difference. I, I mean, you, you can very easily look back at this in November and be like, man, you remember when Rocker World was like we were on, we didn't really know? And he mm-hmm. like just rattled off, you know, yeah, you won the Derby, won the Preakness, and went for the triple. Whatever it is, like, like we don't know yet. So that's the thing. He's he's from a talent perspective, minus uh, life is good. He's the flashiest horse we've seen, right? Because 
Yeah. That's the thing with essential quality is he he makes sense. There's no doubt. No one could argue with him being the favorite, but he just lacks that really flashy, big performance win. And that's why everyone's kind of like, yeah, he deserves to be the favorite, but I really don't want to play him. And then that it's tough, right? Because yep. you look for flash and, and the Sadler horse has it. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely true. Here here was a, another uh, about the data points, kind of like Curlin. We actually had more data points on Curlin, even. Uh, whoops, uh, not not by much, but we had two races we could analyze around two turns, and we had another race on the dirt. So only three races. That's the same, but all three of them were on the dirt. Two of them were around two turns. It he, here's the deal. Rock your world is the biggest like problem of the race. He is just a huge problem because he absolutely could romp by three or four. And then, and then it's like, how could we have not done this? He ran this, he, he ran the best race last time out. Why, why didn't we play him? Well, I, we're going to play him, Jared, hate to tell you, but why didn't I play him on pot? You know, I mean, I've, I've, I've never argued that we're going to play him by the yeah. way. Um, yeah. So and like, here's here's like an interesting question, right, Ryan? Is Rock Your World the only horse here that could win the Triple Crown? Ryan, well, I think I, yes. Whoa, that's a big statement. Well, no, I mean, I... Because he's the only one that's shown elite talent well, so far. I, I agree with that, you know. Okay, I agree with that. The thing is, you have to think, if he wins this race, he loves going, his speed... As far as running out the at, in the front goes, he's going to have to run hard to win that Preakness. And then his pedigree for the Belmont looks phenomenal. So you know, yeah, I, I would agree with you there. That he, he Sad, Sadler Sadler can't get a horse to win that, three races in thing. five weeks. He can't. He just can't. <laughs> he's he, not, he, no. he, he can't do it. It won't happen. That's what's going to be harder. But I'm with you, Halterman. That is an interesting way to look at it because it's like, yeah, if there is a horse, yes. Hold on, Samich. Nona, Pletcher has zero chance to win a Preakness after he's won a Derby. Zero. Zero. Essential quality? Maybe. If Essential quality wins a Derby, certainly, because he's not yeah. lost a race. And, I mean, who's to say? I feel like the Preakness this year is going to be salty. There's going to be some, you know, concert tour, maybe. He jumps back in the, the mix there. He's been working out. He's been on the track every morning at, at uh, Churchill. Wouldn't it be awesome? I think it'd be the, an awesome Baffert move if he's like last second. He's like, "Yeah, we decide we're gonna run Constant Tour." Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, here, here, if you look at the history of the Triple Crown winners, which you guys know, I love the history of it all. I just was gonna say, usually they tip their hand pretty early that they're pretty spectacular and special. And you just go back to the last two we had, Justifying American Pharaoh. So the chances are very unlikely that we will see a Triple Crown winner in this crop. But I'm with you. It would be Rocky World because he is the one where you guys are like, whoa, look at that data point when he took to the – I mean, there's a good chance he doesn't like the grass as much as he likes the dirt. That would be the crazy part here. But yeah. um, that's a great question, though. But I I don't know. I, look, we, this is the kind of derby, too, where we could be watching it and, like, dream shake wins. We're like, oh, of course, and this crop is <laughs> – like, it's so bad, you know, possibly – so two things. I agree, Steve. No horse is winning yeah. the crown. And Samich, it's not a knock on known agenda. It's a knock on Pletcher. His his Derby winners have been horrendous in the Preakness. Like horrendously bad. I don't think I have no confidence in Pletcher. Always dreaming is always dreaming is still in the far turn. Yeah. I mean, he's it's still not trying a knock to on known agenda. It's a knock on Pletcher as far as that goes. Well, and that, and, and Sam says it's historically bad. 
yeah, I mean, I can't argue that point for sure. But I mean, right. he's been bad. Let's let's pivot a little bit. Um, I know people. If you're if we've talked, we we can kind of close it up later with with our final thoughts on the on the you know winning. But you get to the Derby. What do you want to do? You want to make money. And how do you make money in this race? Because we've given out essential quality, obviously makes a lot of sense. Rock your world is going to be a low price. Who's going to, who's going to light it up? You know, we, we want, we need to make money here. Who's going to be the horse that maybe he gets up there and wins the damn thing, but maybe he gets up and finishes second and or third and blows this up, blows up your try to make it pay. So like, who are you got? Cause I mean, obviously Halterman knows, you know, in our business, like, yeah, you got to pick a winner. That's what it's about. But you also want people to cash tickets. And how are you trying to cash a try? You know, one of the biggest tries we've ever hit uh, was in the Kentucky Derby uh, a few years ago. Of course, the year always dreaming one. Halterman, we we know you can make money in the Kentucky Derby when the favorite wins. We saw it. We know it, ha- it can happen. So how do you make money here with the try? Well, Medina Spirit is one horse I think you have to use. Uh, I, I, this horse... If you want to talk about, you know, a lot of people say, oh, these horses, they're not very good. This horse is consistently good. Every race is good. It's not great, but every race is good. Every single time he runs a very similar number, he puts up a very a very similar effort. This horse has never been worse than second. He has the running style to just kind of sit the trip and, and just kind of stay and hit the board. So Medina Spirit's definitely one. And I'm going to call Midnight Bourbon the poor man's Medina Spirit. He's just like him. He's got the same running style. He runs the same race every time. The the speed figures are very consistent. He's never been worse than third in any race. And, oh, by the way, he's got seven starts. And last year he was going up against the top horses in the crop. This year he's going up against, you know, really good horses. I think he's going to sit there and be right there as well. Oh, by the way, Steve Asmussen, who's kind of a quiet guy, doesn't say a whole lot. He says in an interview this week, Midnight Bourbon's going to run the race of his life. Now he's going to have to, but he's going to run the race of his life. That's not a regular Asmussen saying. He's very confident. So I think he's kind of the poor man's Medina spirit. Those are the two for me that you have to use. Um, After that, listen, people are really enamored by a bunch of closers in these races, uh, or in this race this year. I'm not. I don't think the closers are all that good. I'm looking for those horses that can get up towards the front and stay. And I think these two can do that. No, I mean, dude, I'm with you. I actually like those two. Medina Spirit, we were talking about this the other day in our in our group text we have with the, you know the guys that work for us at racing dudes. It's like it's like we're all kind of on the like, is Medina Spirit kind of secretly all kind of getting some interest by all? And it's like, yeah, I mean, he does. And it's just so we so baffert, right? To kind of like, oh, he finally doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have any horses in here. We saw it last year a little bit with Authentic, you know, kind of people disregarded Authentic and he goes and wins. Like, I think Medina Spirit's going to run a big race. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the lead, right? If he's in, yep. if he's in the lead turning for home. Like, if that would, like, I think he's, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Dan says, you know, Medina Spirit in, in, in the front and top of the street. I, yeah, I, I, that wouldn't be surprising at all. He'd be like, oh, here we go. Bob Baffert, you know, <laughs> you know, he's going to have the good stuff. So, you know, he might as well, you know, he's going to run a big race. Um, and, I'm with you. I've always, I've always been a little bit higher. I feel like than you on Midnight Bourbon, and I just feel like he's not too. Like it just kind of feels like he's just been right there on the. He is like you said it perfectly. It's a poor man's Medina spirit. Um, there's gonna be a horse right in this field that makes no sense. 
that makes no sense that, you know, is going to make a big run. Um, let's see. I've seen the comments here. Highly motivated. I, I agree. Highly motivated, Vicky. I don't know. What do you think the price is going to be on highly motivated? I, I bet he's eight to one, probably. Like, I don't view him as a long shot. So that's why I didn't mention him because I think he's going to be one of the top. He will be one of the yeah. top four, and I think he'll be third, the third choice. It's gonna it's gonna fluctuate between him and Known Agenda for third and fourth choice, in my opinion. Uh, okay, so I'm glad you brought up Known Agenda because I feel like I like Known Agenda, and I think he's gonna run a big race. But Pletcher's got four, so w- it wouldn't it be kind of fitting if the other Pletcher, as we say sometimes in this game, runs a big race, runs up for third. It's not Known Agenda; it's the other Pletcher that you know because we we just talked about earlier with the you know. Uh, with the wood and and obviously the wood memorial had the most enormous Todd Pletcher exact that you'll ever see. So is Todd Pletcher, Sainthood, Bermanonic, Dynamic One. Those are the other Todd Pletchers. Sainthood, so much like Sainthood. Is it is that who you like? Is that Sainthood the horse that you guys like? That the other Todd Pletcher? No, I don't like any of the other Todd Pletchers. Right. If I had to pick of them all, I guess Dynamic One, but only because I just cannot understand how that. I don't understand how he finished second there. It looked like he was going to win and maybe something magical, but let's be honest. I, I really don't see any of the Pletchers other than known agenda personally doing anything in this race. Uh, it, it's hard to see it. I, I don't know. Are you with me on that? I mean, known agenda I, looks like his best horse. Yeah. I'm, I, it, to me, I want to, I want to get on that board, but I just, it's just like, gosh, they, it's almost amazing how they got, how they got in the race, right? You got to cut somewhere, right? I mean, right, Jared and Aaron? I mean, like, you basically, you at the Derby, you can't have them all. So one of the stands I'm personally taking is, okay, I'm going to have to have less confidence in the Pletchers. Now, one thing I want to say about Pletcher, everyone calls Baffert Mr. Derby. To me, Pletcher's Mr. Belmont. He has a great track record of, of running first or second in that race. So I particularly love known agenda for the Belmont more than I do here if you're asking about you know, going forward where I see these horses headed. And by the way, you know, poor Pletcher, right? He's, he's got this record of finishing with only two wins in the Derby, but the most amount of starts there. But it's like, when you really look at it, it's amazing. He won two Derbies with considering the level of talent that we basically saw from always dreaming after he wasn't that spectacular of a horse, nor was, uh, you know, super saver. Wasn't like, I, I know he went on to be a decent sire, but the point is, Fletcher's a heck of a trainer, so he deserves respect, but I'm cutting those other choices. I, I, I do give him the respect, though. You brought up the Belmont, and, and Mark said he thinks, like, Medina Spirit, Midnight Bourbon could be, like, Belmont-type plotters, and I'm not I'm not disagreeing. I think I think that makes sense. I think known agenda, I'm with you. Like, I, I would love to have him in the Belmont. I think he's going to be tough because mile and a half, I, I, think, I think that is just going to be – He'll sit a little closer naturally because the pace will be a little slower and he'll just kind of keep on going. But uh, listen, in the Derby for known agenda, he's going to run an improved race. I think, you know, I think he's going to run his best race on the first Saturday of May. That's always a little scary. He's got a little bit of more improving to do. That's, that's kind of my worry with him, but I, I, he, I think he's definitely one you have to use. Do you guys want to know who I think could be a horse? Everyone's not talking about that could shock everyone where you're like, how do you do it? Here's, yes. here's one. No one's talking about this horse. And I'm not saying he will do it, but like helium. And here's my case on him. He did. I'll be honest, watching that race, you're like, what? Helium isn't impressive. 
But Mark Cassie is a master. I mean, I mean that. Like when you really study the amount of training jobs he's done, just look at Classic Empire. That horse looked like a pain in the butt to train, never wanted to work. He was quirky. Somehow he got him to the derby, even with a back pain, and he almost won the Preakness with him. You know, and I look at Helium and I go, gosh, this is so unconventional what you're doing, which is basically this is the first start of his three-year-old year. He wins at Tampa, and then you're going to train up here. But Mark's the kind of guy, I don't think this horse could win it, but like I could see him hitting the super or the try and you're like, how did Helium do that? But that's like a Mark Cassie job. What do you guys think on that? I mean, it, just as, as a wild, like, okay, that's the weird one, you know? No, I think uh, I honestly don't. I say it's like a, it's like a Helium or a, or, or a hidden stash or like a soup and sandwich or it's one of those funky horses, right? That may, you know makes no sense, but kind of makes sense at the same time. That gets up there. Like I have no, I I, I have news for Halterman. He got he gave me news earlier. Like we're gonna get kind of funky in some of these tries on the Derby. Like we are. Like there's gonna be some weird horses we're gonna throw in there because I feel like it's gonna be that way. I I would be utterly shocked if Helium does anything in this race. Like. <laughs> fall out of my seat that I'm sitting in when I watch this race shocked fall over head first Aaron Aaron, I'm with you hold on hold on just so I don't seem crazy because I know but here's my point on it I don't some of these trainers I watch what they're doing I'm like why on earth are you starting your horse in the derby why on earth and I think that about this guy with this move but it's Mark Cassie and I know he actually knows how to train a horse and I'm like, so you know what you're doing is crazy. What are you seeing that we're not seeing? There's no reason to start him here. So that's where I'm coming from. Like, maybe you can help me see, because if it wasn't Mark Cassie, I'd be like, the guy's an idiot. But he's he's not. And it's a weird training job. So, like, do you have a take on why he even start him here? Because he qualified for the Kentucky Derby, is my <laughs> okay. guess. I mean, I honestly, okay. I, and that's I'm not trying to be an asshole. That's just, that's no, the only no, thing I, I respect it. I yeah. mean, maybe I'm over giving him too much credit. Maybe that's if, I, if I owned him and he won the Tampa Bay Derby, it, it wouldn't be Mark Cassie's decision to run in the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> you know what, Aaron? Respect. I, I, I can't argue with that on that. All no, right, let's, uh, let's get to another horse that I think is going to be a little bit of a price. Uh, and uh, I, Dr. Tang, our, our good friend of the show, good friend of uh, Magic Mike as well, Dr. Tang, uh, he mentioned earlier that uh, – oh, you beat me. You, I, hang on. Hang no, on. I didn't, I didn't click it. <laughs> uh, do you think Mandaloon will uh, could be the underrated horse? He's 33 to 1 offshore. So Mandaloon's a horse that we haven't really talked about um on on this on this chat, but you know, a horse that, you know, here's the thing about this horse that makes him super interesting, in my opinion, is that one start, he's one good start away from being top two, top three choice in the Kentucky Derby, you know, easily. And and now he's kind of like we we've gone fifty eight minutes on this chat or on this feed without mentioning his name really. So like that's kind of the point I'm trying to make here. Do you, you know he's a he was a horse that was trending up in the direction and then just really no reason why or how. Even Brad Cox is like I don't know what the hell happened. So Mandaloon, where you guys stand on him? Oh, um, I, listen, if you can get him at thirty three to one, take him. Because <laughs> you know, it's just, it's like, why would that? That's just value. Because my fear with Mandaloon is he's looking so good leading up to the race. He, he's, you know, he's got Brad Cox on his side. He has a flashy pedigree. He has a flashy, uh, you know, owner. 
he's got all kinds of things. I'm afraid he's going to get a bit over bet. He was one after the Louisiana Derby, you kind of thought we'll get 30 to one on him on Derby day. And then all the other races sucked basically, except for one or two of them. And now he's back in like play. Like I think he could be like 12 to one, 15 to one. I know it's still a good price, but I would want a little more on him. I, I think he's one you need to use. I, I don't think he's one you need to ne- necessarily bet to win at like 12 to one, but if you can get 33 to one, go ahead. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's going to be so much that goes into the value aspect of this. On you know that like the the the, the hour or whatever it is, fifty some minutes that go into between the last race and then the or the Derby. Like, that's going to be critical how these horses are being bet because there's so many value uh, or non-value that goes into this. That I feel like I'm on the fence of so many horses, but. It, if you're going to give me Mandaloon at 20 to one or 15 to one, I'll sign up for that, you know, but if he's 10, 12 to one, I'm like, eh, I don't know, you know, so I, I'm with you. Like he's all, he's all about the price. And if you can get him at 33 to one, Dr. Tang, I'm with you. Sign yeah. up, sign me up for that one. Well, the other thing you got to consider with Mandaloon too, is if you look at Cadu river who just ran horribly that race before he came in second, just last race. I mean, he was like fifth there. So, you know, look, Cox is, I, I do expect Cox to have this horse ready to run. And I do remember hearing from the Magic Mike Show people talking about why B-Money and, uh, well, why they drafted him was they heard inside info that, like, the connections were super, super high on Mandaloon to be their derby horse all year, the the owners. So, I mean, you know. I mean, they got him there. I mean, he didn't run well, but he got it, you know, because he won, you know, he won the Risen Star that got him there. Uh, You know, he's been, been working really well. At Churchill Downs, obviously he's won a race there, so it's like, you, Jared, that's just, a big angle too. Running well in that track, man. I mean, seriously, that is something to be mm-hmm. said. You don't have to be even a great horse if you love that track. I mean, Blame loved that track, and Zenyatta came there, and and you know, it, it yeah, makes a difference. Yeah, I love that angle, and I, I love to see how horses. I love to see the final works at at you know, I, just, they run the track every day, but like the final really final serious work of a horse going in the Kentucky Derby. I love seeing that. And I love seeing that angle and seeing how they look and see, you know, I think, you know, when, when hot rod Charlie went into the, the into the, uh, into the uh, Louisiana Derby, it was like, damn, Halterman, I text Halterman immediately after I saw that work. I was like, God, he's going to run huge. I was like, I don't know if he's going to win because we don't know how good he is, but he's going to run big in that race because look how he's working. So you kind of can get a get good guess watching these horses work at you know you never know it's 20 horse field weird things happen the kentucky derby but you kind of get an idea of which horses are going to be loaded and which one's not if you watch a work and you know again it's not science but sometimes it is i'll be honest the the next time i bet on a horse because of workouts will be the first time i just don't care (laughs) about them at all i don't i can't watch a work and say that it's good or bad like when people text me i always just go oh yeah it looks good I have no idea. I don't trust the clockers really. Uh, I don't, I don't, I've been at the track in the morning. I think it's a yeah. shit show. If you're like, watching at the, at the track live, it, I have no idea. I yeah. really don't. No, I don't think the times are accurate really. You know, like one guy will get one time, one guy will get another time. I just don't take them that serious. Do I kind of like to go in the mornings and watch? Yeah, sure. But I don't, that's where it ends for me. Um, 
funny story yeah. about that. We we got when we first got into the game, it was like we'd get to the track and we you know we would get wherever we're going. It'd be like crack ass at dawn. Like let's go. We can. We know some people. We'd go back there, watch them work. And then real quickly is like, I'm not fucking getting up. No, yeah. I, 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 once you've seen a horse work once, you've seen him work a thousand times. Yeah. It's like, no, I'll, they'll tell me how he worked. That's fine. Well, I'm asleep. this is like, it's the Kentucky Derby. They all are going to look pretty good, you know? So maybe if you hear people say one looks bad, it's more important than, you know, oh, Bezos looked great today. Mandaloon looked great today. Midnight Bourbon looked great today. Essential quality. He was unbelievable. That's all I hear for like two weeks leading up to it, you know? Now, I'll say this, and I agree with what you're saying, and you can disagree with this if you want. But if you know people, which we do, that know what the hell they're looking at and know what a work looks like and know when, you know, like, and, and, and Samich says, workouts are available without attention. No, if we know the, you know, what they're like, they're valuable. I, and I, you may disagree with me, but if you know, like, hey, that horse worked his ass off, and it's coming from a source you know, I, I take stock in that, and it's, and it works sometimes. So, um, I don't want to completely pivot. So we'll get back to the Derby, but a lot of people are going to be betting the Oaks. Uh, you know, whether it be a double, whether it be the that the the pick three we talked about a little bit ago. Like, I wanted to at least get a little Oaks talk in here. There's not been a lot of questions. I don't want to. De- deviate from the questions completely but like do you think the only shot of making money in that oaks derby double is by picking a bomb in the oaks no i, I kind of think the opposite i i i would kind of go shorter in the oaks um you know i think the one horse that's a long shot that that is really coming on is clarier I, I really think that horse could could you know kind of jump back up and run big so i'm gonna i i've kind of been back and forth but i am going to use clarier uh, in the Oaks, uh, obviously travel column and, and Malthot, uh, you have to use that, those horses as well. I think clear air kind of spices it up. Uh, you know, um, she, listen, she's just, when she's at her best, she's pretty good. And I don't think she quite ran her best race last time out. And again, I, I'm not sitting here saying, yeah, that's going to be my win pick, but I think she's good enough to to use uh there so i'm I, those are kind of the three that i'm looking at for the oaks uh pauline's pearl for me um claire got him there pauline's pearl is gonna finish it off i, I i'm not on i like travel column that's my pick but i like pauline's pearl kind of coming in the race at the right you know at the perfect time here and it's like steve aspison obviously same connections uh, as Clarier. so pauline pearl i like that i think you're gonna see um I think you see a, a big run from her, but I like Travel Calm. She's my pick. That's why I asked because for me, it feels like you, you could get chalky a little bit in both legs of that double. I mean, it, it, I guess, I don't know. I, I guess it just depends. I, 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 I guess I would agree uh, in the end. Uh, you know, I was trying to, trying to say how to or kind of frame how to say it. Yeah, I think it could. I think it could. I don't think the Derby, as far as the win goes, is as wide open as people think. Now, second, third, fourth, I think it could get really goofy because there's a lot of really goofy horses in the race. But the win, eh. so for the doubles, eh, you know. Right. Ryan, where are you at on the Oaks? I think you guys covered the ones that are going to do it. What I'd love to know from you two as a fan is – do you see something crazy possibly happening at all in this? Like, I feel like we give consideration to the Derby to crazy stuff. 
nothing for this? Like, just like crazy. Like, whoa, what was that? Because if you guys remember not too long ago, 2013, we had, I think, like the greatest Kentucky Oaks field in history come together. Princess of Silmar beat like Beholder and Closed Hatches. I mean, it, I'm just saying like, even in a field that had like all these monsters in it, something crazy happened. And none of these I've heard talked about as monsters. Yes, travel column. I mean, am I crazy to think, do, do you guys see anything that could pop up big here or no? You're just like, it's one of these four just as a fan wanting your opinion. Um, I learned a lesson last year. It was a hard lesson when I, I keyed horses on top of she dares the devil instead of just boxing it. <laughs> and I had all the four horses and in the wrong position. So I'm definitely going to use uh, the fourth, probably past the champagne. I'll throw in there and I'll, I will box it, you know, just because of what you're saying, because I don't want to have that feeling again, where I had a horse in my top four, uh, she dares the devil, and then didn't have her in the right spots. So it's, it's, it's the Oaks, you know, we, you, it yep. seems like you either get a heavy favorite or it's kind of yep. crazy. I agree. And that, yeah, he perfectly said, because it feels like with the Oaks, it's like, it's either like, like you know swiss skydiver gamine you know they'd obviously lost but like that kind of horse that wins or it's just like holy shit you know i'll never forget halterman and i sitting there together watching that race last year it's like she dares the devil won oh my gosh mm-hmm. and it's just like but at the same time you're like that's not absolutely shocking and yet we didn't have it so to his point i'm i'm more on the camp of like i i I, I'm gonna try to go as deep in this in this in this race as I can. Yes, I like Travel Column most. Yes, I think she's the class of the race. But pick your pick, Millie Philly could <laughs> could win. Pass the champagne could win. Will Secret could win. Uh, you know, Pauline's Pearl. I mentioned her could win. I mean, I just feel like none of those like it's not gonna be shocking if those horses go and win this race because they've shown that they can win races before. Millie Philly would absolutely. I'll Millie fall Philly over. maybe hasn't shown, but <laughs> I'll fall I love, over. I love That's that horse. Fall over horse. Millie Philly is my favorite name, so I mean, I, I've got you know, you got to use her. If, if that horse wins, it's just a laugh. Like that's hilarious, you know. <laughs> like that horse is awful. I, I hate that horse. You, Millie Philly, dude, you cannot go against our our namesake, my I dog, can. your dog, together. I can't. We, we gotta support. We gotta support a horse. Don't have to. Uh, no. Yeah. No. We ha- we have. We have to. Um, no. no. Um, all right. Let's go. Let's see. What do you guys want to do here? Let's go. Any questions that have come in that you guys want to get to? We have like three hundred questions. This has been great. We haven't gotten to all of them. Uh, okay. Was- I, okay. Go you ahead. go. No, no you go. go. I, I wanted to get to this because I thought this would be fun to do. Okay. Uh, like I think this would be fun because talk us through your no chance horses. Like yeah, so what he's referring to there's an article on the uh, website right now. These five horses have no chance to win the Kentucky Derby, and uh, this is my sixth year of doing it. In the first five years, none of them have won, so that's good. I openly say one year you're going to get burnt. Like if I did it the year mine that bird won the Derby, thank God we didn't have the website then. But if I did it then, he would have been on the list, and I would have gotten burnt. So it is going to happen <laughs> one year. Uh, the criteria, it's its really simple. The easiest way uh, to do this to w- when you start is look at the horses that don't have any speed. They, they hardly ever win. And then take the horses that have really good closing kicks and throw them out and take the horses that are behind and don't really have a, a strong closing kick. And it works. You know, <laughs> I mean, it does. I, 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 
I had a, the closest was looking at Lee. Looking at Lee almost won. I did have him on the list uh, one year, but it usually works if you just do that. So like hidden stash, it's like horse has no speed. The horse can't run any other horse down. Like the horse couldn't pass helium. My God, he was ahead of him and he got, he got re-rallied on. I mean, a horse is making a dirt debut, hadn't run since Woodbine as a two-year-old. I mean, that it's just easy. It's just like, if, if helium wins, what are you supposed to do? Right. Get her number. I mean, come on. That I don't think, I really don't think, if Peter Miller used all the juice in the barn and threw them all on this horse, <laughs> I still don't think he could, he, he could finish like top eight. Like, so that one was pretty easy. Uh, scroll down. The, yeah. Like the King. I yeah, mean, maybe. come on. Sainthood. I threw say, well, listen, here's the deal on this article every year, I throw in one or two that are getting hyped just to piss people off. Like Samich in the background going crazy. Sainthood. It's like, if Sainthood wins the Kentucky Derby, what I don't know what to do. You know, it's like I come on. And then dynamic one is another one I've I've read on Twitter. People are like, I think I, dynamic one's gonna do it. I I don't know how you make a case for it, you know. So those are the five. But really, it's it really all it is, uh, Dave is uh, who asked the question. It's just okay, these horses have no 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 early speed to speak of, and they really don't have a good closing kick. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah he will well he's gonna have to well yeah he's gonna need some kind of something special to help uh if, if get her i i get her number doesn't even belong in the race let alone winning winning the damn thing so i'm with you on that one uh it does seem like that what was it you said was it looking at lee it's like holy shit that was close <laughs> that was too close uh but you know we cashed it on a huge ticket that day. So I was glad that he ran that big. Yeah. Yeah. That one was scary for sure. A battle of midway I had on there too. And he got third. So that was a scary year. And, and what I, what's kind of scary is this year kind of reminds me of that year a little bit. So I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll be sweating it out. And again, eventually, you know, I'll get burnt here, but the point of, of the article is to get people fired up, <laughs> you know, right. and, and, it, and it, it does works every, every year. year. Every year. Oh, the year I put Lone Sailor on that list, I got called so many names on social <laughs> media. For Lone Sailor? Yes, people, because he was one of these, he was like Obesos, where, and I should have put Obesos on the list, really, because it would have, it would have just went people, like people would have went crazy if I put Obesos on there. But Lone Sailor was tearing up the track at, 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 at Churchill Downs. Every morning you get on Twitter and they go, oh my God, Lone Sailor, this horse. It's like, guys, yeah, but he's like, he's not any good. You know, oh, you're not, you're going to be sorry about this one. You know, of course, they never come back when they finish eighth, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. John White got mad at me when I put Shagaff on it five years ago. And I'm like, come on, John, Shagaff's not going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, when, you, when John's getting mad, you know, you've, you've done something wrong, I feel like. Um, yeah. No, I mean, okay, let's, let's kind of put a, let's, you know, we were, we've, we've, we've talked this through. Uh, is there any final thoughts you guys, you know, as far as questions or comments you want to get to before we close this sucker up? Can I, can I make my point of why I think essential quality is the okay, horse yeah. that's going to improve the most? Let's get to yeah our final kind of closing remarks. So your final thoughts, why your horse is going to win the Kentucky Derby as we sit here basically one week away. Halterman, I know you've got something here. You've talked to me a little bit about it. Why is your pick, who is your pick, final pick, uh, going to win? 
Yeah, so I don't have a final pick. I'm not going to give one today. We'll wait till the post draws. Um, but I do think Essential Quality is the most likely horse to 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 run their, his best race on Kentucky Derby Saturday. And people might be surprised by that because it's like, hell, he's running pretty good. I think he's got more left in the tank. I think he's been campaigned beautifully. Right after the the, the Breeders' Cup, uh, you know, we were kind of we were walking back to the car. I remember this, Jared, and you're like, what do you think they'll do with him? So no-brainer. He's going to go either to Oakland Fairground for the first prep, he'll go to the Bluegrass for the second prep, and then he'll go to Kentucky Derby third off the layoff. That's exactly what he did because that's what he did with Monomoy Girl, you know? And yep. you might you might sit there and say, essential quality is not Monomoy Girl. That's crazy. Essential quality is ahead of Monomoy Girl as far as where she was at this point in her career. Essential quality was, was, was not a champion two-year-old. Essential quality did not win a Breeders' Cup race. Now, as a three-year-old, she was trending very well into the uh, into the Kentucky Oaks. Here we go. These are time form speed figures for Monomoy Girl. First race was in the fairground at fairgrounds in the Rachel Alexander. She got a 113. Second race improves a little bit in the Ashland at Keeneland, 114. Kentucky Oaks, boom, 124. Pops a huge race, third off the layoff for Brad Cox. Central quality, 115. 117. Can he make that next jump up? Yeah, he probably should. Now you might say, well, they're different horses. It's hard to compare. Go back and look at, at, at essential quality as a two-year-old. First race, like low 90s. Second race, 99. Third race, third race in the form cycle, biggest race of the year, pops a 110. This horse has been campaigned campaign beautifully by a trainer that has done this time and time again, I think Essential Quality runs a huge race at the perfect time. I think he's going to run an improved number. Will it be an, enough? We'll find out. But I, I have total confidence he will fire a big race. Ryan. That was a great – I mean, that was awesome. Very good stuff. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll say this. I'm picking Rocky World. Am I confident a 1,000%? I don't know. You know, this crop has been crazy. If essential quality takes a step forward, that that's definitely something to worry about, but I, I'm going to try to bank on that. He might not, but the truth is Aaron, after that case, I mean, yeah, he definitely could, but I'm still sticking with rock your world. And last but not least, most important thing here, we got the Derby in May. <laughs> we didn't have to wait. So we're all winners to that at least. So I want to hear your thoughts, Jared. We've got the Derby in May. We're going to be there. There's going to be some fans there at least. We, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an amazing, gosh, a, a year that's gone by and it's great to be kind of back to normal, so to speak. Um, Yeah. I'm with, I, you know, I've been on uh, Central quality, you know, really I kind of teeter tottered when, with life is good, whenever he kind of was emerging but yeah, it's just essential quality for me. I, I, you know, and Halterman, he, you know, that's, it's a great point, you know, and, and he's going to, I think he's good. I, here, I'm in, I'm in the bluegrass. I'm in the bluegrass. I love the bluegrass. I love Keeneland. I'm in the bluegrass camp. I think one of those two horses is going to win this race. I, I, I might play the exact again, you know, uh, I just, I just think essential quality is going to run another big race. I think he's going to run an approved race. I also think, Holly Motivated is going to run an approved race. And I just think that's that's the best. I wouldn't say the best performance because Rocker World is, is the best performance, but these horses have been campaigned really well this year. And I think they're going to run their best race here. Is it good enough to run down your horse, 
Ryan rock your world? We'll find out, right? But I like the idea of knowing that I have essential quality who's going to be the favorite. No doubt he should be. And I think highly motivated is going to be a little bit of a price. So here's another one. I, I quickly looked this up. She dares the devil. 109, 111, biggest race of her career, biggest race of the year, 123. He has track records of doing this. That's the point I'm trying to bring home. It's not me saying it because he did it with the central quality of two-year-old. It's not me saying it because he did it with, you know, Monomer. He has a track record of building a horse up and running their biggest race when they when they need to do it. That's that's enough for me. And oh, by the way, you know, the horse hasn't done anything wrong. You throw that in as well. But again, there's a track record for Brad Cox. So, you know, love him or hate him. Don't want to play him at a, at, at a, at a, at a short number. I get it. He's going to run. He's going to run his race. That, and that's the thing. Like, you know, we, we talked a little bit about uh, with Samich and a lot of these guys, like about the, you know, you don't know how they're going to act when they're, you know, the Derby brings out, situations they get blocked they get they don't break that you know there's a lot of things he's the he's and, he, and granted he's not had a lot of uh adversity but he's the one that you he's kind of seen some adversity and he still finds i mean it's tough to win multiple races in a row right it just is like especially when you're a young horse there's plenty of excuses you can come up with so from a battle tested so to speak he is the one that is battle tested yeah, and, and here's the deal. He's won right on the lead. He's run stocking the pace. He's won from behind. Like, in, I think he was like seventh or eighth of the backstretch of the, or maybe it was six, but he was he was behind mid pack in the biggest race of his career at Keeneland in the Breeders' Cup uh, Juvenile. He won. Like, so he has shown that versatility. Now he can't. There's no horse in this race that can get shut off and then re rally and win or something like that. But if you're looking at it, it's like, okay, what trip does uh, a central quality need? Well, you've got options. You know, yeah. if he breaks a step slow, well, just sit him in like seventh or eighth. He should come running. This race definitely feels like the the derby of all derbies when you're like, bet back, bet back. Because it's like, if that horse goes to pre, just bet back. Because it's like, there's going to be a lot of, they couldn't, they got, they got pinched at the start and they never had a shot or whatever. And it's like. A lot of excuses because these horses aren't like they aren't overly good, but they aren't bad. Like if they get the right trip. So uh, final thoughts, let's do this because, you know, obviously we'll be back next week. We'll be live streaming the draw, not the actual, we'll be live during the draw, kind of giving you our thoughts as the draw goes, goes down on Tuesday. Um, we'll obviously be doing stuff with John on Wednesday. Magic Mike show will be on Monday. There'll be something every single day uh next week so we'll have final thoughts but final thoughts as we sit here today let's get your pick and let's get your long shot pick as we close it up and also can we get ryan to play the the, the keys while we do this oh man it's I, i'm not that good at the keyboard yet <laughs> let's okay. get picks okay uh halterman you go first your top pick essential quality i know that's who you're gonna say right now next one um Thank you, Vicky, for that. Yeah, listen, Vicky's the only one that's nice to me out of out of you two and Vicky. She's the nicest one to me. Um, yeah. Um, so EQ, and then who is your kind of long shot pick right now? Yeah, I'll take essential quality on top. Um, give me midnight bourbon, Ryan. 
I'll tell you what, it certainly won't be helium after the amount of shit I got. <laughs> Come on, long, say it. I dare you. My long shot superfecta trifecta pick that you guys asked for. I'm like, okay, I'll throw up a random one. Uh, <laughs> uh, who's my top pick? I'm picking Rocket World, and I will pick Essential Quality to be second. Because no, no, I, long no long shot. we need your long I shot. Long shot pick. Yeah. Oh, helium, say it. Say it. No, no, no. Honestly, honestly, it's not that long of a shot. I would pick Mandaloon. I think, and, okay. and, and, and here's just one thing I wanted to add to the convo because I do think it's something no one's touched on that I've heard in any derby coverage. You know, Brad Cox has the most to lose by not winning this race. He really, honestly, seems so calm when you see him in the interviews. Like, I know he's kind of nervous, excited, but he's not like, you don't see him like panicking. He's like, yeah, no, I'm not stressing yet. I mean, he's got Caddo in there to help control the pace. He's got Mandaloon. He's got, if he can't win it with this, you know, it's just a bad look for a guy who literally seems to be on the planet, the number one likely guy to win a derby who hasn't. So if I had to pick a long shot, I would pick one of the three Cox horses. And I don't think Caddo can do it. And EQ ain't a long shot. So I'm going Mandaloon if I had to for a long shot. Can well, I listen, go ahead. Go ahead. Right? Well, I just uh, want to jump in on the Brad Cox thing because I think Ryan is spot on. You know, this the, no trainer from Louisville's ever won the Kentucky Derby. Um, so that was like a weird thing that they were talking about with him today. He's like, hell, I, I don't know why that hasn't happened. You know, you can tell he didn't know how to answer it, but it does kind of feel like, gosh, I'm here with this horse and he has no flaws and I lose. Oh, that's, that's we tough to take. And oh, by the way, I have two other ones as well. Um, you're right, Ryan. I, I agree. The thing that Brad has in his favor and that he didn't have like two years ago he's won big races at least, you know, like when he went in and got that first grade one, you know, with like Monomoy girl and it's like, it's all brand new to him. Now he's won breeders cup races. He, you know, Monomoy's won every race under the sun. He's had turf horses win. Uh, he's won the Kentucky Oaks. So I think that's why you're seeing that calmness. Sure. It's the Derby. Sure. It's the big thing, but he's won some huge races now. So I, I think that's why you're seeing that level headedness of him now. Yeah. And I mean, I've even, Ryan, I've even gone, like I asked some of our connections and people that talk to Brad daily, like, Hey, what's he think? And they're like, he, he likes him. Like, it's just like, yeah, yep. like he, he thinks he's good. You know what I mean? Like there's not a lot yeah. to go off of on off of that. So it's just like, yeah. it's kind of, like he's going to the race being like, yeah, he hasn't lost and I've liked him all along. I still like him. You know what I mean? So it's just, <laughs> no, just, it's like, why can't he just say pound that motherfucker? He's going to win by five. Like that's what uh, I want no. to tell me. I know. Yeah. That's what I want to. That's what I want to hear. And and in a year where basically a lot of people seem to be trying to beat the favorite, that's usually when the favorite just wins. And you're like, well, it was that simple. And again, the reason I'm picking Rocky World for what it's worth, just one last time, is I think if you're going to beat him, you got to beat him with someone he hasn't faced because he's clearly the best of this crop that we've seen him face. I mean, he just is, man. He looks really good. And that logic, that logic makes sense. New shooter. New shooter, right? Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. with uh, actually Halterman. I think you and I might be closer than you think. Uh, I actually am EQ, uh, essential quality, and my I would say highly motivated, but I do think he will be like single digits. So, yeah, Midnight Bourbon, he keeps growing on me, um, to win this race. So, you, yeah, you, you nailed it. I, I you and I kind of agree with that one. So, I think sh- <laughs> shockingly, uh, <laughs> Uh, Mark says Del Roman has won mini derbies at the buffet. <laughs> so there you hey, go, Mark. I agree with this. Say what you want about the talent level, but it will be a fun summer campaign with this crop. I agree. And there's a bunch of horses that we haven't talked like that are yep. had, didn't qualify for the derby, of course, that are 
are kind of getting some, you know, some legs underneath them uh, that will make the summer campaign fun. King Fury, a uh, horse that's on the outside looking in at this point. Uh, you know, Pletcher's got my horse, Ghazali, uh, that, that, you know, probably broke his maiden. Get him in the Belmont. Let's go. Uh, but no, it, it will be a fun campaign uh, for a lot of these horses that we haven't even mentioned, um, as well as some of these horses that, I think it, it just seems like there's going to be, it seems like what, there's all the big races throughout the year. There's going to be a new one that wins each one. Right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and Vicky, good point. We had, like, I wasn't even thinking about life is good, but hell he's, he's another one, you know, like state Vinny mentioned stage Raider. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be crazy. And, and you also, you know, like a, a horse, like a uh, collaborate, like, you know, he's better than what he showed they're going to kind of restart with him. What if he kind of blossoms? Um, you know, there, there's all kinds of like horses, even like uh, Mark, you just said, uh, uh, Oh, hold on. Where did you go, Mark? There you are. Um, prevalence. Okay. He ran horrible in the wood. Maybe he is back to one turn and runs really well. So and that's the other thing. We haven't even scratched the surface of the three-year-old sprinters really yet, you know? So it, there, it's a lot, it's a lot of things to look forward to. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jared needs to shave his name again. Brighter days ahead. Mm, I don't know what that means. Um, explain, Mark. Beard? Okay. Maybe he meant beard. Uh, no, this is good. The ladies love it, Mark. Uh, let's say let's let's wrap this up. All right, uh, that's final thoughts. You got EQ. We're both on EQ up top. Ryan, rock your world to win the Kentucky Derby. We'll obviously be back next week. <laughs> It's all the time we have. Check us out at racingnews.com for our free picks and our premium selections on our handicap products page. Just click the big button on the menu uh, to, to get Racing Dudes Premium to access all our premium picks. Uh, of course, just today, Halsterman, Vicky uh, mentioned it earlier. You, know, you you hit the pick five at Keelan with the free picks. So you don't always need premium, but sometimes it helps to go premium. And of course, on the premium page, uh, we've got the 2021 Kentucky Derby Wager Guide Presale. Has begun. So you go get your hands on that. We already got people buying that right now. So go uh, to the premium page and get that. You can subscribe and get uh, get it for free. So if you subscribe right now, you'll get that guide as well as Preakness Wagering Guide absolutely Preakness. for free. Preakness is $40 per guide. It's $80, $70 a month. Hello. Makes sense. There you go. Uh, so make sure you go check out racers.com for all the information. Of course, we've got everything Kentucky Derby on the website. If you want to hear why Halterman hates your horse, Go to the website right now. You, you stop what you're doing right now and go see what he said, what he said about your horse. You're going to hate him afterwards. Uh, Dave wants to know what does soup and sandwich, uh, what does soup and sandwich time look like at the Derby? I'll know this. I'm going to try to get a soup and sandwich at the Derby to eat. Um, but I'm not, I have no interest. In, do you have any interest in this horse, Halterman? Where do you stand on him? Zero interest. <laughs> I just don't. I don't like him at all. I, I don't get the hype. I, I don't know. <laughs> he looks cool. Um, he looks cool on the track. Listen, I was with, uh, I was with, uh, I don't know if she wants me telling her name on air, but I was with somebody that we all know who wants to, who has a horse and she really wants to breed to soup and sandwich after he's done, but it's only because of the looks. <laughs> like she just wants a, a pretty gray horse. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I know the owners, fantasy owners, and we'll try to set that up for you. So uh, when, when he retires, uh, even if he wins no more races, we know there's one mayor that's interested in soup and sandwich. You can, the, you offspring can of, 
the offspring of these like soup and sandwich are gonna be great names though like matzo ball soup chicken soup you know it's been for years <laughs> there you go. Now, she wants yeah. to name it clam chowder that's what she wants to name the horse so i mean really like like ryan said there's like there's an endless amount of names that you can come up with for the offspring of of that sire. I mean, it's unreal. Like, kind of party almost wants him to win the Kentucky Derby just so he can breed a bunch of horses, <laughs> so that way we can hear all these stupid ass names. Because honestly, whenever they claimed that horse, I was like, "Well, that horse is never going to do anything because that's a stupid name. Like, stupid <laughs> horses, stupid names never do anything, right?" But then you'll oh, hear the shit. race callers. They'll be like, chicken noodle! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stupid names for like years. You know, Matzo <laughs> You're just going to hear that, man. Hey, uh, maybe Ryan will answer this question. This, mm. this We have the same same question every single show we do. They always want to know, Gabby, Brittany, and Acacia, what do you got, Ryan? I'm married. I'm married. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're staying away from that one. Okay, yeah, that's a good call. It plus and I we don't say the get... same thing when it's our last show and we're done and we never have to associate with with any of these people again. We'll answer it, but until then, I'm not answering that question. And I don't want to. We I actually go with you guys to the Breeders' Cup, and I don't want to get slapped by Gre- Gabby, Britt, or Acacia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or all. Why don't we make it interesting? If if somebody okay, if somebody on my five uh, horses to win the Derby win it. I will answer that question for you on on the blinker the blinkers off after the day. Oh, well, so just know if that one of those horses wins, then that's the end of the site. So yeah, but it, but we'll get the most views we've ever gotten on a podcast or, or on a tune, live stream. Tune oh. in to find out who Alterman will. There you go, and that's 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 one show. We'll have one show left, and that will be it. So it'll be the it will be the. It'll be the highest rating show ever. We will end the site. Uh, you know, this, we'll just, I'll go to the server. I will completely implode the server as soon as he says his answer. And it will just be over. So hope you guys uh, so just know if you root for it, the site get, will be done. Get home Get home uh, on uh, Monday from the Derby and start uh, job hunting. So that's yeah. <laughs> as soon as As soon as St. Hood wins the Derby, Samich will be counting his money. You'll be looking for a job. And the site will be over. So... That'll be the thing. So that's, you know, maybe Samich will buy the site because we'll be over. You can hire, he'll hire you uh, to to work with the Me Too movement that will inevitably be a part of the website after this. So, uh, yeah, yeah, why would he want to hire you? He'll hire you just to fire you. Just. Oh. It is the age-old question, though. It's, it it's, is. It's yeah, one that we've answered, by the way, but not not publicly. Yeah, um, we privately answer your question every week. So. Every week, like, hey, have you changed on your? Nope, I still I still hold strong on my answer. Like, okay, just making sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got the answer. It's just a matter of uh, you know wanting mm-hmm. to know. Uh, make sure you go check out the Matching Mike show. They did the late pick four at Golden Gate on Saturday. So if you actually want some picks, you know, maybe build up that bankroll for the weekend. Go check out the Magic Mike show where they did the late pick four at Golden Gate. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, What's, like- hey, let me know what the job is. I might answer it right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, do not, do not, do not bait him into this, please. Um, Brian, you might be the next dude, so we'll find out <laughs> in, in, in a second. So just stay tuned. Um, any final thoughts on the Derby? Brian, you may not be on this, sh- you might be on 
maybe like on one of the live shows we do while we're at the Derby. Any final thoughts before you leave the people here? You might be on the uh, live. Uh, we will have you on for the live, the draw. So what any final thoughts before we get to the draw? Just uh, bet responsibly. No, go bet crazy. Have fun. It's the Derby. And by the way, we didn't get the showdown between concert tour. We, if it turns out simple, who cares? We haven't had a Derby in May in like over two years, it feels like. Let's go. I got nothing for you, but I'm excited. <laughs> Halterman, any final thoughts? I would just tell people to follow your dreams and follow your heart, and 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 that's it. That's that's, that's great. It's great advice. All right, I appreciate that. Um, all right, I'm Jared Welch. <laughs> can't, do anything, can't do anything. Can't do anything to top that. Um, I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Halterman. He's Ryan Stillman. Good luck this weekend. We'll see you next week for the Kentucky. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. <laughs>